Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast in collaboration with the Conservative Yeshiva in Jerusalem. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about the Conservative Yeshiva, please visit conservativeyeshiva.org. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Hello and welcome to Daily Daf Differently. This is Esther Israel from the Conservative Yeshiva, and today we'll be learning from Yivamot Daftet, page 9. What I'd like to point out today has to do with an ancient rabbinic, and not only rabbinic, understanding of the Torah as a one-time correspondence from God to Am Yisrael. A love letter, maybe even. As such... The Torah deserves, maybe even demands, to be read and reread. And not only that, it must be read in more than the linear, regular way. It must be read also between the lines, behind the words. And like in that fond love letter, certain words and phrases have the function of code words. It might be an association we have every time we see these words. It might be a flashic midrashic neon light that says, press here to find out more like a hyperlink, or maybe that flashing light says, Drash me, in Lewis Carroll style. Often, you will find these midrashic flashing lights are responding to a perceived redundance in a pasuk. Why, one might ask, is God or the Torah saying something in a wordier way than absolutely necessary? If I can think of a more concise way to say it, couldn't God? (coughs) An answer we frequently get is this. In order to, the redundance is there to hint to us that there is more meaning here than meets the eye at first learning. If we dig around this word, we will find what that is. So the Torah is inviting us to drash, to engage in midrash halacha. Once a word or a phrase is clearly identified as a midrash point, it's hard to ignore it. You and I may disagree about what exactly is hiding behind that word or the phrase, but that doesn't mean we necessarily disagree about the midrashability of the phrase itself. We have disagreements of this sort, what's behind a word, all through the Gemara on the first Mishnah of Yivamot. For example, Andaf Chet Rabbi Yossi Barchanina pointed out a seemingly extra word in the Pasuk that prohibits cohabitation of a man with a woman and her sister in Vaikra Yudchet Yudchet 18.18 that extra word is the word Aleha that word also appears in the verses on Yibum in Dvarim Kafhei Hei Dvarim 25.5 also there it is not entirely necessary in other words, the pasuk is intelligible without it. Rabbi Yossi Barchanina uses this possibly extra word as a point of reference for learning another halacha. In other words, an asmachta for a halacha. The halacha that he relates to here is that yibum, leveret marriage, can take place even against the widow's will. Comes Rebbe, Rabbi Yudahanasi, the compiler of the Mishnah. And he does not agree with learning this halacha from this word in the pasuk. But he does agree 
with the drashability of the word aleha that Rabbi Yossi Bar Hanina pointed out. So now he has to dig around the word aleha for himself. What halacha will he find behind it? What will he learn from the word aleha? What Rabbi will do is to bring the word aleha from the prohibition against marrying two sisters in Vayikra Yudchet to a third biblical text which uses the same word. This biblical text is Vayikra Dalet, which speaks about bringing the sin offering, Korban Chatat. In Pasuk Yudalet 14 in that chapter, the Torah defines this sacrifice as one brought when realizing he has transgressed a commandment. He realizes the sin which he transgressed. That word again. Hmm. Rebbe claims that we are meant to learn from one appearance of the word Aleha to another. <clears throat> In the case of the prohibition of marrying two sisters, would one have transgressed this willfully? the punishment would be karet. In the case of an unwitting transgression of this law, he would bring a korban chatat. Rebbe now learns a generalization for understanding something about korban chatat. Korban chatat is brought, based on the comparison of these two uses of the word Allah, it is brought in cases where, in the case of a of a willful transgression, the punishment would have been karet. In the case of unwitting transgression, one will bring korban chatat. Now he has satisfied the need to explain a further halacha from the word aleha. Of course, the discussion can't end here because now the others, namely Rabbi Yossi Bar Hanina, who apparently agree with Rabbi's halacha about korban chatat, We'll also want to find a hint from this halacha in another place in the Torah. They can't learn it from the same place that Rebbe learned it from, the word Aleha, because they have, so to speak, claimed that midrashable world, word for learning the other halacha, the one about Yibum against the woman's will. Okay, now, once they will, they will be able to identify an appropriate place in the Torah with which to connect this halacha, the people who agree with Rebbe will also need to think about this new identifiable, identified Midrash point. What will they learn from the new one? If not, Atisha Halacha, they already learned elsewhere. And so on and so forth. Does this sound like a game to you? It's actually a serious one. As a drasher, I would want to find out what messages are hidden for me in the Torah text, waiting to be uncovered over time. I don't want to miss one. I don't want to misread God mes- God's messages from me. I don't want to miss the expectations from me. We should not misunderstand this as disrespect for the Torah. Engaging in serious Midrash Halacha was seen in the eyes of those involved in it as very high respect for the text, an expression of love, loyalty, respect felt towards the one who sent the love letter, the Torah. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently, and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the open and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epichorus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.